Greetings and good day. Welcome to Elevated Conversations. This week, we dive in and discuss divine connections, choosing a partnership, and the journey of self-love. With me as always, the beautifully and divine trinity, I am Violet Love, I have Shuni, aka Asmata Honeywine, and South Florida's sweetest, Julie Mango. This episode's question is, what is a divine connection? I would say a divine connection starts with self. Um, the self-love journey and finding a divine connection with yourself before manifesting a reflection partner or partners to um, help that journey and to reflect what you're reflecting. What you think, Lai? I agree with that. I think we have to, before we can go into like connecting with another person or any other type of partner, what it, where am I at within myself and how am I connected to my own self-love and my own self-worth um, and, what, and what does that mean? And then do I know what I want in a relationship or like partnership? Like what do I want out of a connection with the next person? Um, and so I think like what are the love languages? that we all have to kind of decide or are all of the love languages my language is one of them is it a multitude you know is it a mixed batch and and where do we go from from there so that like if i'm bringing bullshit into a relationship then my relationships are always going to start off of a level of bullshit right and and like distruth and so right. if i'm not like honest with who i am and honest with the fact that like i can change who i am throughout our relationships then that's also like a part of that of me reaching that elevated part, like portion of what I want like am I just trying to decide to like have a fuckboy type relationship and just kiki around the place and that's it or am I really trying to build onto what my future or like where my um where my lineage is I'm going like and where where am I trying to take myself I think what what are the love languages that's a good question what are the love languages so there are five love languages, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts. What would you say, Julie, is your love language? All of them. <laughs> How would you describe that? Sis said it's all of them. You got to give her every one of them. Yeah, I need all of them. I can't. I'm not going to be satisfied with this one. I need them all to be equal too, like an equal amount of everything. Are and you also giving an equal amount of like that too? In your um, if it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I try. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I do expect all of it. Have those expectations. Do you feel like you um, actually like explain what those expectations are at the beginning? Is that something that you learn along the way in your partnership or connection? Um, I think I'm very vocal about what I need in the beginning. Yeah. Because I know that I could be a bit much. So I give them, I'm very open, I'm an open book, and I let them know up front, like, this may not be for you. You gotta be sure. You, so. can, you can ride, you can jump on this ride. Yeah. But, Listen. I'm telling you from the jump, this is a roller coaster, and it's gonna be fine, but, so Shady, what do you think your love language is like? I think my love languages are receiving gifts and 
So receiving gift is my predominant love language. I think like Julie, I do need a bit of all. Mm-hmm. Um, receiving gifts and physical touch. Okay. All right. Yeah. I wasn't so much of physical touch until I met my husband, mm-hmm. and he's his love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. So I think that molded to be his reflection, mm-hmm. and that molded me into also needing that uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that extra little warmth, that mm-hmm. comfort. That's nice. Mine is also predominant. Mine's predominantly physical touch. I need again, like the sprinkle of everything, but mine's definitely predominantly like physical touch, and not like be all over me. Cause I, I, I swear I really am. Like more I learn about like how people be typecasting your um, your horoscope, mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, damn, I really am an Aquarius. Cause please don't just come up in my space. Like, I want to be all on you at particular points, and I need you to then under- overstand. That's the thing. You want to understand. I want you to overstand that that's what I require at this moment, and then I need you to leave me alone. And then let me just have, like, hours of ample alone time. And then I'll be like, why are you not over in my space? Like, you can come back. That's that's that my responsibility. I think that's, like, the divine timing of it all, though, as we're talking about divine relationships. These are not things that we want to be oversaturated with Mm -hmm. on, like, a daily basis. We also need time. As we were saying before, we want cocoon time where we have to get back to ourselves. But our partner or partners are helping us manifest along that journey and pouring those attributes into us. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that... Well, let's jump jumping into like that self-love journey and learning what you want out of a relationship. Do you think that we learn that from just the participation of being in and out of different relationships, or we learn that just from our self, our self-discovery? I think that's a good one for Julie. How do we learn? How do we learn our love languages and what we want in a relationship? Is that going through like relationships? Definitely, definitely. It's definitely going through an experience. Because, I mean, at some point in my life, I thought my love language was really quality time. And then, and it was only quality time because I hadn't experienced the rest of the love languages. So, like, I haven't experienced, I did not at the time experience gifts or, you know, affirmations, all of that stuff. Like, I never experienced it. And then the quality time that I wanted, I was starved of it. So, I, I didn't any get any of them. So... As I progressed and I started dating somebody else or dealing with somebody else, and they were pouring all of these things in me, I promise you I got absolutely spoiled and I cannot see myself being with anybody that cannot give me all of them equally. Gotcha. Heard. You hear that, you hear that community? So what if, what, what if one person couldn't give all of them to you equally? Would you say that, would you be in a poly relationship? I thought about this before, right? I don't know if I'm capable because I'm so extremely intimate. And I'm so extremely, I want to say intimate is the right word. I'm extremely into um, pouring yourself into Not even that, it's just like, I'm very into like, having a personal relationship with somebody that I feel like nobody else has. I'm into exclusivity. Okay. 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 Makes sense. Okay. 
That's what it is. It's exclusivity is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to... I don't want you to give me the same thing that you give everybody else. And even to the smallest scales. Like, for instance, <laughs> I was dating a guy. And I found out that the things that he would send me on Instagram were things that he sent, like, four other designated people. And I was so offended, as petty as that sounds. But it's not. <laughs> it's, not it's not. That's like going back to my... Friend, our first friendship conversation when yeah, we were saying that we like, don't like to share or like you know I was it's like, exclusive to that friend or that relationship and the only reason why I found out is he accidentally sent it to us all in a group and I was like hold on all this time <laughs> <laughs> it's funny he accidentally slipped and right. had a group message and I was like all this all time y'all. all of these people was getting the same th- I thought this was just for me right and this I was like, Yo, you know what, that this is, is some bullshit. Like, I really was upset low-key, you know what I'm saying? I know it's petty and it may be a little selfish, but I was just like, I'm into exclusivity. But that's something that, see, it's then learning is how do we, you know, getting to that point that you learn. I, this is what I need for myself in a relationship mm-hmm. or else like we're, I'm not going to be fruitful in, in this relationship. Right. And, and when are we ready to like be able to have that ability to be like, this relationship isn't fruitful for me any longer like I'm not learning anything and we're not growing together in any direction I yeah I need to bow out what is that what does that look like or redirect the energies yeah do you need to do you need time apart to you know delve into other relationships Mm -hmm. or you know see what else is out there or is there someone else that can help you direct those energies Mm -hmm. before stepping back into the relationship yeah and which I think that's a thing like worth even just being able to talk about with your partner or deciding like for yourself as you like I want this type of relationship well then once you have it how how do we maintain the relationships and that's a big thing and how do we like hold our each other accountable for what we want as partners or like you said we have to bow out and step back that doesn't mean that we can't I can't come back together with you and I've done that I've had a I've had a, a boyfriend where that's been the case and like listen this doesn't feel good. Me too. You know, <laughs> but like, I really feel like this is the only way we're gonna move into the next chapter. And if we don't, then we're just gonna end this book here, and it's and we're not gonna serve each other the way that we should. So we can either decide to like decide which course we want that to be on, and recognize that like, all right, spirit will bring us back together, and we can make do the work and make sure that we're working to eventually try to step back to each other. Um, I think these are all valuable things. I think that also, like, the communication of it all, the expectation you set in the beginning, like, you, it's important to make it clear that, you know, this is how I feel right now, and I'm not, you know, necessarily sure that this is right. Like, I don't have an answer key, but for right now, how I feel. Like, I will tell a, a guy straight up, like, listen, I don't have casual sex because I get attached. And so, as a result of this, and I don't want you to get attached to me either, so as a result of this, if we have sex, you're my boyfriend now like right don't think that when we right you don't have to ask when you so you know that if you make advances to me to be sexual with me and it's something that we both agree that we're gonna do understand that we are now in an exclusive relationship so choose wisely (laughs) 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 because 
Don't we, feel like yeah, we go together. Yeah. <laughs> don't be surprised later when I act away late uh, uh, after the fact, and I'm like, why are you messing around? But I thought we weren't. No, 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 no. You knew because I told you, and you still decided, and you still decided, and you made those steps. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming because you already know how I feel that that's where you want to go with it. That's it. And do you establish that within the talking phase? Yes. Yeah. Because I need you to know that I'm not just going to lay down with you. I'm not just going to do it. Yeah. I'm not just going to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. It's not that type of party, like. Yeah, and that brings us back to knowing who you are as a person in self-love. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't so much have what they call first thing or whole phase, but, um, What's your relationship with yourself? How do you value your temple? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you value your lineage? Because it does go back to that. And do you know where that person is coming from? Like, are your two paths really supposed to cross in that way? Mm -hmm. Not all of our paths are supposed to cross in that way with each partner. Yeah. Like, we can have partners that serve different purposes, but it doesn't have to be sexual with every okay. partner. Mm -hmm. I think that's an that's an important thing to really um, just continue on that. Like, not every relationship or partnership, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, however you like decide to call it, like doesn't have to necessarily be physical. And how can we like create that level of elevation in the fact that like I can have this immense amount of love for you and like love you the way that I love a person that I do lay with and that I am intimate with. But, like, there are different tiers of intimacy that are worth exploring. And, like, you can be, like, you and I are spiritually connected. So, like, we move through that energy and, like, sexual energy. And we use our sexual energy to, like, m to communicate on the spiritual level. So what is it to also just find different tiers of how we shape our relationships? Um, or how do we get to learn that for ourselves? Kind of, like, especially in a society that really bogs down on... I think right now, like, if you're not giving it up, then, like, oh, it's on to the next, up, right. on to the next. So, like, we're using our temple um, to hold people, like, to us, rather than recognizing that, like, those that want or should be a part of the temple will serve it. Um, and it's not serve, like, in servitude, but will serve and help honor what that is and, like, honor your house. Um, how do we bring that back into our relationships? Again, open conversation and like honesty. How honest do you get at the beginning? Not even at the beginning, because sometimes in the middle of the relationship, you're like, that's not what I need right now. And it's either going to be a conversation of, listen, like, I need you to meet me on this other plane that I'm on, not on the physical plane right mm -hmm. now, or. I'm going to need to find another that's meeting me on the spiritual plane that I'm on right now. Because mm -hmm. there's going to be years in your life and years within your relationship or your marriage where you're just like, you know, I know my reflection needs this of me right now, but I need to be in my cocoon at this point because I need to serve this, serve my spiritual or even if you're working on a business, mm -hmm. you have to pour more into that than you are doing with in your sexual life. Mm -hmm. And it's whether is your part is your divine partnership gonna allow that flow mm -hmm. for you to not put too much onus on the sexual but pour it into something else mm -hmm. that you're trying to create. 
how do we fill the other cups within our relationship and recognize that like that those are things that that are still something to be harnessed there um right and then that's how we get it to be a divine relationship and a divine partnership rather than us just moving with moving with the currents like yes you go (laughs) with the flow right but when you don't specify what that flow is then some of us are stuck in being like friends with benefits and y'all thought you were coupled up Mm -hmm. and you were doing all this stuff but you've been the side chick this whole time and you just didn't want to admit it to yourself right and i think that's again it goes to the self-love journey of like do you love yourself enough to know what your worth is and what you are, what you should be receiving in a relationship, and how, and do you love yourself enough to like say, I want this in mm-hmm. this relationship, and I want to have these things? Um, how do you think we speak up for ourselves, or gain that ability to speak up for ourselves, or why ha- don't we have that ability now? And why is it so challenging, like, to go into a relationship, or start relationships? Um, kind of not being as truthful uh, I think it's maybe the trauma of past experiences sometimes when we experience things that's especially traumatizing or discouraging or something like that it's we don't we don't know how to take the experience learn from it and move forward like the experience sometimes shapes us and molds us in the wrong way. So that it would make us frightened of what the other person's response is, basically, is what you're trying to say. I mean, yeah, for some people. Um, But if you know absolutely what you need or what you think you need in the moment, because that can change and that's okay. Um, I think that it should be communicated confidently, regardless of what. I know it's hard out here dating. (laughs) 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 But in the same breath, with that being said, you know, so that you don't waste your own time, it's just important to be able to communicate to somebody what it is that you need and what you want. Um, Whether they can accept that or not. Right. And to decide whether you guys can grow together. Or is it going to be another divine relationship? Great. Right, so then, with all of that, and like, I've now gone through my self-love journey. I've, I've learned the different things that I then need. What if I'm not getting everything that I want from my one partner? Like, how do I either, like, how do we one maybe, like, talk about that and, like, have that open, honest conversation? Or how do I maybe find other avenues to get to that point of, can, I can have multiple people serve my purpose. Um, and can I serve multiple people? We see that a lot now, too. I mean, everybody's hiding the fact that they got somebody else on the side. Right. Um, rather than just staying, like... Being honest with it. Yeah. Right. And having an open relationship or being or a, a committing to being poly. Um, what does that look like? Or what could that look like? Hmm. I think it could look like multiple, multiple, I see multiple things. But for me, I would say, because I'm married, I did, I was separated for two years. So in the dating scene, as I said before, my husband's a very physical person, right? And he also, what's the other 
acts of service. So my husband, he's very dedicated. Acts of service and um, physical is his love languages. So he does take care of those things for me. The other things don't lack all the way, but <coughs> what I realized dating other people within those two years of separation is that other people have <coughs> other things that they put onus on. So I dated someone who's a gift giver. So but I'm my love language predominantly is receiving gifts. So that was nice to have that space to have someone to give gifts at that time that I was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say conversation <coughs> is where it starts, being honest with each other. If you find within your, we've been together for a long time. So, so in the middle of it, if you find each other, like it's being too tiresome or, you know, you feel like you just need to sit down and have that conversation. You're either going to break up mm-hmm. or you're going <laughs> to give each other space to grow and flourish mm-hmm. and, you know, explore other things. Mm-hmm. And if it, if spirit says, you know, this is your first person then that's your first person and then the others also serve their purpose mm-hmm. in your life. I think that's always, that's a thing that uh, I feel like society's made it very difficult. Dating is very difficult right now. Very. Because I think that this, we're, again, like social media makes it really hard. We want to have to like check off these boxes or have like that relationship clout um, publicly. But like, what is the, um, what is the importance of actually maintaining a level of privacy within your relationships, including so that maybe you can experience, like, explore having a poly relationship? Because it's not everybody's fucking business to be up in your business. Listen. <laughs> and so, like, I think you know, like, when we say, "Oh, this person has some side chick," exactly. no, I have, and I have, I've had that happen where, like, I had a friend reach out to me because they. They had, they thought something sus was happening with my, uh, with my previous boyfriend, and I was like, no, no, and like they could, they were trying to lead up to telling me something, and I, and I just like cut it out the way. I was like, I already know it's all of these da 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 da. I gave permission, like that, and like there's truthful and honest but conversations. But do you really like, have to come out of your mouth and say this is what's going on in my life? See, this is where I kind of this is where I kind of draw the line. Yeah, like I was going through this separation where we we came to the conclusion that we either gonna break up or we take a break so with that being said we live in Miami we live within we're both in the art culture you're gonna see us around Wynwood whether you see me with him or whether you see somebody else with him that's none of your business yeah like are you and and you know it's a thing of it goes to our like our first episode where we talked about friendships like are you telling me this information in order to like benefit yourself or or to actually benefit and be of service to me because you want to make sure like i'm good or are you just trying to run your mouth about something because you don't want to get chucky chucky right Um, and you don't know you don't know the what's going you don't know how the relationship or how how the relationship between these people are like mm-hmm. you don't know the dynamic like um a wife and a husband could be best friends before they're ever mm-hmm. anything else mm-hmm. right so if you if we're going through that best friend stage we've obviously been transparent about what we can go through as people and we've explored each other spiritually our lineages and 
you know, what makes us tick. Mm -hmm. And if we have a conversation and we come amicably and say, this is what we're going to do. It's either going to go these two ways. So, I'm very vocal on my social media about my relationship with my husband. And it was like when I took down the pictures, because I just really needed the break. Mm -hmm. Right? I wanted to date other people. He wanted to date other people. I don't feel like it should be necessary that if you see somebody else's significant other or whatever you think they are at that moment to another person mm-hmm. that you run your mouth. Mm-hmm. Wait. Pause. Because if it's, even if it's somebody in passing that you know or somebody that's your friend and you see the significant other with somebody... You're immediately not maybe thinking about being in their business, but you're immediately thinking about, damn, that person is a good person. Let me make sure that they know because I want to protect them or I want to help them or I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But what is my relationship with that person? So if you or Vi came to me and was like, I'm not, yo, I'm not yo, talking yo, to you, right? I'm checking them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the it's the relationship with I have with that person. Like if me and you is good, right? And me and you is good, and you're you you family. You've been in my home, whatever, whatever. And you come to me and say, "Yo, me did see this, this, and this." I'm gonna say, "Yeah, thank you." This is what's how this is what's going on in in our life right yeah. now because you're a part of our life, yeah. and our community, right? But if it's somebody that me don't talk to and you feel it's necessary to be in big old party where you see my husband and you're taking videos and sending it into me DM because you don't have my phone number <laughs> now chatty chatty now that's when I have the problem like you, if you don't if, if you don't have my phone number that means our relationship is not nothing right mm-hmm. So then mind your business yes that it is no but then that's the thing and we don't have we're not necessarily operating in a society and i think this is like where we have to take society out of our relationships in order for our relationships to thrive because now some chatty chatty like a person want to come on telling me all of this stuff and you don't know what what how i operate my house i appreciate the information i'll let just to inform you all is good no one's doing me wrong so like i think it's having honesty all around but like how do we keep our relationships private in a society that's like forcing it to come out in a different capacity right um or like whole you're julie mango she said if i see them on the street i am correcting them all right julie is family and you're family so i expect that out of you Mm -hmm. but it's like where it went i feel like it was just too much. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we're both public figures, mm-hmm. but y'all creating drama over something that really doesn't have any trauma right. to it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. If I have them videos circulating, oh, you know, say in my cheese pan hour with it, baby, me I do my and both. You don't think that's been another thing? Exactly. It's like, like, like how keeping our relationships to ourselves. In the same way that you have to do when you go through your own personal shadow work and you go through your self love journey. That's your journey. That's my personal and private business. 
uh, other people can't help me with that. I have to I have to go right. through that on my own, right? My relationship, at a certain extent, that's my relationship. I chatting with my friends is only gonna my friends are still only gonna know so much about the relationship. So then that's a, the next thing, right? Like this is how do we like keep these divine connections to where the energies need to be and directing them in that right in the right course? Because then Chati Chati wants to spread it around and then our, it changes where our frequencies are going inside our relationships. How does chatting about your relationship in these larger capacities kind of create um, unwanted energies inside your relationship? Because people want to interfere or. You know, the same way you don't tell everybody about the things that you're planning or trying to build because you don't want everybody's mm -hmm. mind. Bad mind travels. That's a real thing. I'm going to give you a bad eye. That's true. Exactly. So you don't want to do the same thing with your you relationship. Don't wanna, you don't want to over, over give. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't mind, like, sharing on social media what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. But... You don't want to over get mm -hmm. like they don't need to know everything they can get a little bit yeah because of course you want to push for positive relationships mm -hmm. and stuff like mm -hmm. that and you want to see other people in positive, in positive relationships. relationships yeah so what you see is what you going in your mind yeah. is what you like this whole the black male and the black female back and forth on social media right now it's putting everybody in a space of <laughs> the frequency is not there for divine relationships in the black communities like y'all in the black community are this and right. we talked about that a little so bit so i don't people say oh you shouldn't share your relationship on social media but the little dose i can give to you mm -hmm. of of course my relationship is, isn't always positive yeah but the little doses that i can give to you i'm gonna give to you because yeah. i'm wanting to see my other sisters other brothers yeah, supporting and loving supporting each other in loving each other yeah. or trying to support and mm -hmm. love each other mm -hmm. in a different frequency than what the media social media is yeah that portrays because then we're always told well uh black women uh marry outside of the race more black men marry outside the race more actually that's a that's a bad statistic and that's not true right. i'll look for the links there's you know it's the it's the fact that statistics can be skewed in any kind of way depending on who's doing the um surveys and who's doing these questionnaires so it's the thing of like we then believe these then these additional tropes so it's still the yeah, I'm gonna. We should share. We need to share certain things about where where we're at, and that way we can each learn from each other, right? Like, how do we learn mm -hmm. from the next person? Because then I can learn from your relationship, or I learn from like just the like the small acts of kindness that you then get to see because that's a beautiful thing, um, and that keeps that divine connection flowing from like one community to the next community. Mm -hmm. How do we keep that kind of? How do we push that? identity more or push that ethos of like positive affirmations and love or like not every relationship is just like a rip and dip like or a wasting of each other's time and really being able to set boundaries for yourself so you know if your time is being wasted time is valuable i mean you know yeah we have this human like existence of time and the way that it's shaped and stuff which is really like misconstrued for me i I'll, yeah it's a different conversation go through different time portals and, and dynamics but here we are flowing as always um right. leading from your face i'm gonna make it sound like that oh. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so again, thank you all for joining us for uh, elevated conversations as we talk about our own self-love personal journeys. How do we embrace who we are and our own personal identities before stepping into a relationship? What we need or want from relationships and the different ideas that can get us to our own divine connection. Thank you for joining us. It's been a beautiful and blessed conversation.